Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. On October... <laughs> on October... Two words. Two words in. Here we are. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, it's a no bones day for sure. Still don't get that reference. No, what also, does that mean? On TikTok, there's this guy. He's got a 13-year-old pug, and he's like... He's like and time for another episode of Bones or No Bones, where we find out if my 13-year-old pug woke up without bones. And he picks the dog up, and sometimes it'll stand up, and sometimes it'll flop back down. And if it stands up, he's like, oh, my God, it's a Bones day. Uh, go out, buy that thing you wanted to buy yourself. It's like, he's like, and now it's it's all over my Twitter right now. Everyone's like, it, de- it feels like a No Bones day for sure, like stuff like that. That sounds cute. It is. I want to watch it. Anyway, you already messed up October, so. Uh, no. All right, ready? <clears throat> On October 14th, 2010, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills aired on Bravo. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, lovingly known as R-H-O-B-H, which is way too long of an acronym for me. Or Rahabba was the sixth installment of the Real Housewives franchise. The show depicts the lives of rich women in Beverly Hills and who have insane lifestyles. The show averages 1.5 million viewers per episode and has over 241 episodes. People are drawn to these lives of glitz and glamour, a life that many people only dream of. But how do these women have such luxury? How do they fund such an expensive lifestyle? Today, we take a look at housewife Erica Jane and her husband Thomas Girardi and their fall from grace. I, w- I wish you could all see my face. Yeah, he's not pleased. During the whole intro to this. Uh, I just want you to know at home, uh, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't know anything about today's topic at all i'm so dumb when it comes to pop culture uh well we talk about the medici i can talk about stuff from the 1400s yeah so fun so easy uh this shit not it's not my vibe no all right we'll we'll go that much it's high key not my vibe bro (laughs) oh my god uh (laughs) so i would have sheesh (laughs) all right bro (laughs) actually the people who are watching real housewives are not gen z so I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe. Okay, I the figured they were people our age. Just the same. Oh, well, we're on the border of Gen Z, though. I guess. Yeah. Like right on the border. Yeah, we're on the border. You're more on the border than me. Damn right. Damn right. That's why I'm so young and youthful compared to you. Yeah, that's why your skin looks so much better. Yeah. God, yeah. barely a crease in this face. I know. Look at me. <laughs> Smooth like a baby's butt. Ooh. That's not true. You have a beard. Smooth but, like a a Yeti's baby's butt. Yeah, that's a little more accurate. There we go. That's a little more accurate. Back to the show. Um, what was I talking? About? Back to the sh- back to the show. 
Uh, I think we were talking about the, we were at the part in the outline that, that says we shit on real housewives for a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> I think uh, we shit on it. I wish that I could make fun of it more. The fact is that I just don't know anything about it except for that. I think the concept is ridiculous. I agree. And, and the women get more and more plastic as it goes on. Oh, nice. Which is. There's just at the, the season finale. It's just a bunch of uh, Barbie dolls. Yeah. Like actual just Barbie yeah. dolls sitting on a couch. No, they like, look huh? more like Muppets, to be honest with you. They oh. honestly, the, dude, their faces look like <laughs> fucking Muppets. So, oh, insane. my God. It's Gonzo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miss Piggy. Oh, a no. couple of them look like. Dude, waka, when, waka. Those, when those old, la- when those <laughs> women like in their 50s get that much plastic surgery, like they really do start to look like Miss Piggy. I never understood plastic. I just get old. Everyone else does it. Why does no one gives a fuck? You look weirder. Because now you're yeah. not old. It's like, just get old. Well, I mean, I want to be hot forever. So, like, part of me gets you, it. But then... You won't be. I, I know! I'm barely hot now! Man, <laughs> I grew up not being hot ever. Well, I did too. And then I had a very... Enjoy uh, it while you uh, enjoy it while you have it, is all I'm, I'm said. Don't, don't cling to it. Enjoy it while you have it. <laughs> well, speaking of people who aren't hot, let's just get into it. Today, we are going to focus on the scandal of Erica Jane's husband, Tom Girardi. All right, so Tom Girardi was born on June 3rd, 1939. He old. He is. He's 82. He attended Loyola High School in Los Angeles in 1957. Does Loyola mean something? Because we have a Loyola University here in Chicago. That's why I included it, it? because I don't know. Okay, cool. I was like, hey, I know Loyola. Um, he received his undergrad degree from Royal Loy. Oh my God. Why can't I talk today? Is Literally. It, uh, October. October. And then I was like, husband. And, um, husband. Now I'm like, I don't even know. He received his undergraduate degree from Loyola Marymount University in 1961 and his JD degree from Loyola Law School in 1964. Is that like justice doctor? Something like that. Nice. And in 1965, he obtained his LLM from New York University. Oh, man. Not to be confused with L.L. Bean. No, not the same thing. So in 1970, Girardi became the first attorney. The first attorney? <laughs> the first uh, endless endless motion of cosmic space time, a whole Jesus eternity. Jesus Christ, I should have done tongue twisters. In 1970, he became the first attorney in California to win a court case over a million dollars for medical malpractice. Damn. So he was really a trailblazer in um, law. And he was very respected. He handled major cases, including the Lockhead Martin Corporation, Pacific Gas and Electric Company, Los Angeles County Metropolitan Transportation Authority, and Hollywood's seven major movie studios. He sued all these really big companies and he was winning, Hell yeah. which was a big deal because no one had gone up against these companies. No one had won to this extent yeah. with these companies. Get him. Get him, Girardi. Take down the man. He had one notable case against Pacific Gas and Electric. The company agreed to pay $460 million to 650 residents of Hinkley, California. <laughs> Hinkley. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, What a too. funny name. No, I, so think, I think that's right. I don't know how else you would pronounce it. I'm, I just know that I don't want to live in Hinkley. <laughs> I live in Hinkley. Um, the gas had leaked into their water and was causing cancer and under other diseases. Oh, man. Sounds like 
they had a case of severe gas. Yeah, but it also sounds like the DuPont scandal, which we do episode two, season one. You should check it out. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. Okay, so the case against Pacific Gas and Electric that Tom won actually inspired the movie Aaron Brockovich, which starred Julia Roberts. Mm, Yes. I haven't seen it either. Neither have I. But Julia Roberts was hot in it, so go check it out. Why are, what? Julia Roberts is very attractive. Mm, I need to see her. Pretty woman, runaway bride. Mm. My best friend's wedding. <sighs> she's got that she's got that mouth though. You've got a mouth too. Yeah, but she's got that mouth. What's wrong with her mouth? Uh it's extremely large. Alright, some of us have big mouths, Kashan. Hey, I'm not trying to I'm not I'm just saying. Like, you know, not not my not my style. Okay, anyways, he was the founder of Girardi and Keese, a downtown law firm in LA. All right. This was the his law firm. It was a big deal. A lot of perks working there. It was very it was a very, very um big deal. So you don't have Tom without Erica. Erica was Tom's third wife. Third time's the charm. Um, third time's charm. Erica Girardi, a.k.a. Erica Jane. They got married in 2000. Erica was born on July 10th, 1971, and she's almost 30 years younger than Tom. Yeah, you, you can tell when you see them next to each other, too. Yeah, they look... There's a bigger age gap between them than me and my dad. Oh, my God. And same with me and my mom, actually. I was 24 when she had me. Oh, my God. She was so young. This Oh, Gross. This is disgusting. I could not imagine being in a relationship with someone who is 55. Yeah. Gross. They'd have to be guilt for the century for me to get on it, okay? Yeah. That's insane. Or rich. Both. You know, I see what I see what Erica Girardi was doing now, actually. Now, yeah, now rich. That, rich I can fuck with. Now but that I've, I pondered a little bit. Hey, if you're rich and hot, or no, you don't even have to be hot. If you're rich, um... Give us an email at whitecollarsredhands at yeah, gmail.com. We'll both jointly marry you. I yeah, know we that will. I know that's illegal, but we'll find a way to do it. We can do it. Erica was born in Atlanta, Georgia to a single mother. And when she was 18, she moved to New York City to pursue her career in the entertainment industry. She sounds awful. Anyone who's like, I'm going to go pursue my career in the entertainment industry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Tell she, she doesn't have anything that. specific. Like she just wants to be famous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she was she was an actress. She did do some acting. Okay, because I was going to say, if you're like, I'm moving to to try and be an actor, I get that. But to, to just be like, I want to be in the entertainment industry, just like I want to do anything. She was on a couple episodes of Law & Order SVU. Hmm. Hmm. That did the, the highest of laurels. All right, well, you know who's never been on Law & Order SVU? Nina Kern. Yet. 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 You'll um, play a dead body one day. Um, she started working as a go-go dancer slash stripper at Shakers in New Jersey. <laughs> Shakers. Um, she ended up making her way to L.A. and worked as a waitress, and that's where she met Girardi. They got married at a country club in L.A. on a whim. And so basically, from what I can understand from this story, is that they were just at the country club. A judge happened to be there, and they were like, hey, will you marry us? And the judge is like, sure. And then they grabbed an attorney who was also at the bar to be a witness, and then they were just, like, married on the spot. No prenup. There's, you got to get a marriage license. How does how does that work? I, well, I guess it's like, eh, we're married. And then you go get the marriage license. <laughs> 
I like to. So I told you I haven't seen uh, Rababa or whatever. Um, <laughs> so so I don't know what Erica sounds like. I'm hoping that's it though. I hope she sounds like uh, she smokes three packs a day for 20 years. No, she's now we are married. We're married now. No, that's not them. what she sounds like. She yeah. kind of sounds dumb. Fuck. Um, in 2007, Erica decides she wants to be a pop star. Of course, and she Who doesn't. <laughs> Who doesn't? You know, I think we all at some point in our lives have been like, I want to be a pop star. I'm going to be the next uh, JB. That was me. I'm going to be. I'm going to be the Biebs. Nice. Joking. I had no confidence. There's definitely, definitely not going to be the Biebs. I definitely wanted to be like the next Shania Twain. I could have been the next chunk from like if they rebooted the Goonies. Could have got cast in that role. I was, I was gonna- a fat kid. <laughs> I was a chubby kid, too. It's okay. So anyway, she's like, I want to be a pop star. And she asks her husband if he can fund her career. (sighs) What a conversation. Um, Tom ends up putting, he put tons and tons and tons of money into Erica's career in hopes that she would be successful. And some of her songs titles include, It's Expensive to Be Me and I Give Zero Fs. I give zero Fs, huh? But what's kind of funny is at this point in 2007, she would have been like, she would have been 38 and she's singing these songs. You can't, I, so I'm sorry. I wish it wasn't true, but you can't become a pop star at 38. She tried though. It's too late. You you missed it. What's her, what's her singing name? I want to listen to some of this. Erica Jane. Yeah, she looks way too old to be wearing the outfit she's wearing in this. Oh, my God. 4.2 million views, 34 million on expensive, spelled with two X's and a dollar sign instead of an S. What is going? Okay, yeah, let's, let's, you know what, let's, let's, let's listen to this. Uh, if it's as bad as it looks, then this it's is It's pretty bad. Oh, no. Wait, you gotta find the part where it's like, it's like about that tip in the is that the chorus, I'm assuming? Yeah. It's expensive to be made. Oh, my God. She's... <laughs> so bad. Uh, you can tell she's just like, she's trying to be sexy, but it's just like, it's not. She is sex. It is not working for me. Uh, I'm scared more than anything. It well, looks like my grandma trying to like... Oh, gross. Trying to sing a pop song. Honestly, though, I'm not going to lie. Construction-wise of the song, I mean... It wasn't the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, so... It's not good, though. Well, yeah, I'm not going to... Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be singing that in the shower, okay? But... So, yeah, her songs are not super good. She wasn't a very good pop star because there was no return on this investment. The estimated amount that Girardi poured into his wife's career is somewhere around $20 million. Oh, my God. If you can't buy yourself pop star fame with $20 million, then... Well, her hair and makeup team alone was worth about $40,000 per month. Oh, my God. Per month. Oh, my God. How many people are on that team? A lot. Oh, my God. But Erica then gets cast on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Rewapa. In 2015. Some of her uh, wonderful quotes include, I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. You're not that fucking hard to figure out, Erica. (laughs) You're a basic bitch, okay? You're not, you're an enigma because, ooh, I'm a little goofy. Um, I get my pumpkin spice latte without whip, all right, because it makes you fat. No, fuck you. (laughs) You're you're such a cookie cutter person. A riddle. I spell expensive. (laughs) I spell expensive with two X's and a dollar sign for the S. No. Sorry. I got upset. <laughs> yeah, cl- I, this was what I was hoping for, honestly, <laughs> oh, while man. doing this episode. Um, and then her other one is, being broke sucks. 
being rich is a lot better. See, this actually, you know what? I should have just waited for you to say the next sentence because that's a really good reason you're not an enigma wrapped in a riddle because that's some dumb shit to say, bro. Being broke sucks. Being rich is way better. It's way better. I don't understand. Why doesn't everybody just be rich? Somebody, so she was on Andy Cohen and Andy Cohen was like, could you not, like, could you even survive if you weren't this rich? And she's like, I definitely could. I wouldn't want to, but I could. I wouldn't want to. But I could do it if I had to. She actually doesn't sound that dumb. I'm, I'm really dumbing her down, but not really. Uh, these, I mean, I'm about to say these quotes, they don't, uh, they don't do well. None of them. They don't I, bode well. they, yeah, no, they don't really for her, paint her for in her a, IQ. Yeah, no, they don't paint her in a very good light. But she did great on the show because she's incredibly entertaining, and fans got a peek into the lives of the Girardis and their insane wealth, mansions, hair and makeup team cars shopping sprees they really flaunted their wealth and erica jane had no issue take talking about the million dollar paintings her husband was purchasing or talk of their two airplanes that they owned girardi's life it seemed peachy keen it was like they were just living the dream until erica files for divorce (gasps) no in november slash december of 2020 oh no not the perfect relationship between an old ass man and 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 a 30 year younger woman yeah. How could this not how could this not last? Well, I'm going to tell you the backstory of why it didn't last. Girardi was an, a, a trial attorney who represented people that had been harmed in some sort of way, obviously. But what he would really do is take down big corporations so that clients would get what they deserved after being wrong. When Erica was cast on Real Housewives, it seemed odd for them to be flaunting their wealth when Girardi's main goal was to take down the man. You know, you're trying to take down these big corporations, but then when you show this insane, lavish lifestyle, it kind of proves that you are what you're taking down. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. I mean, yeah, but he was like, he was a corporate lawyer. It's not, it's not like he was in like a green lawyer, like those people. Correct. But at the same time, the amount of wealth that they had. Obviously it's super excessive. Right. And um, it really struck a chord with a lot of people. Now, Girardi had made a great name for himself. He had gained a lot of trust, and he had a lot of influence because of position, and he had a really good track record, so people wanted him to be their attorney, and they considered themselves lucky when he was able to represent them. However, clients and attorneys who worked for Girardi started to complain about not getting paid. His clients included victims of medical malpractice, burn victims, and most notoriously, the victims of Lion Air in 2018 on the Boeing airplane crash. Oh, man. The one that, like, they had to recall, like, every single plane that Boeing made, like, every single Boeing for 747 that they made? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk about one victim in particular a little bit, quite a bit. Um, so Joe Gomez was a burn victim when a gas pipe exploded in his home, causing a giant fire. Ragomez and his girlfriend were sitting and watching the opening of the NFL. Ragomez describes that the ground started to shake and it sounded like a jet engine was outside of his home. And then he said about three seconds later, uh, like it was very quick, like everything just burst into flames. Mm. Because of the fire, he had burns over 90% of his body. The external part of his skin was burned, but also his lungs were burned for bre- from breathing in the smoke, which I didn't even know could happen. All right, that's why most people die in a fire. Most people don't die from actual, like, burning to death. They die from smoke inhalation. So they just, like, fuck up their lungs enough they stop breathing. 
Yeah, just when I heard of smoke inhalation before, I just was like, oh, their lungs filled up with smoke. I wasn't thinking that it burned. Oh, yeah, it's hot-ass smoke, bro. Well, you know, I've never breathed in fire air. Of course not. You're not the avatar. Right, but this is really sad. Uh, His girlfriend, unfortunately, passed away in the gas explosion. Um, And it took down a lot of houses. Like, when this pipe burst or exploded, whatever you want to say, like, there was, like bunch of houses that just were like because they were in california in a residential area so it just uh-huh. like flattened shit it bro. was really bad it was very um i'm surprised he even survived uh, honestly i can't believe he survived to be completely honest with you i cannot believe he survived um because when i was in 12th grade when i was a senior in high school there was a gas explosion my neighbor's house exploded like four or five houses down but because we didn't live in a super residential area there was like a couple acres between all of the houses so like our house wasn't actually affected uh-huh. but some of the houses near their house like got shook off their foundation i've never heard an explosion like that oh man it wasn't it was honestly insane like i didn't know what was happening i actually this is embarrassing i thought jesus was coming back it's the oh god it's the second coming i did which seal is breaking what was, what is this it was bad it was so loud and then i ran downstairs because i was like what the fuck so i ran downstairs and then um, my dad was outside and i was like what's going on and he's like oh the neighbor's house is on fire go to bed go back to bed oh great okay cool like, yeah okay we'll do. all right crazy me was everyone okay did someone die no both people in the house died Oh, well, that's really fucking morbid. It was really sad. It was really sad. It was horrible. I've seen what a gas explosion could do, and it's shitty. So anyway, Girardi met Gomez in his hospital bed, promising that he would get him what he deserved. How does he find these people? Like, he just, well, he just Googles family, gas explosion yeah, in the morning? Yeah, he's like, do, 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 do. No, his family ended up, um, his family reached out to Tom Girardi, and then oh. Tom Girardi was like, yeah, I'll make the case. But, like, Gomez was out for a while. I am about to say, I thought he found him. And he's no. like, hey, bud, I know it's been a day since your house exploded and your girlfriend hey, died. you're looking a little crispy. Um, <laughs> you should have ordered original, not extra crispy. Am I right? Anyway, Tom Girardi, Tom Esquire. Girardi. Oh, God. <laughs> but Girardi really made the family feel like they could trust him. And Girardi would, he would um, call them. He would take Rube Gomez to din- out to dinner and built, kind of like built a friendship with him in order to gain his trust. I just, I just imagine like a cute like, friendship building montage in. Uh, it's in, like the fun song in, the movie in of SpongeBob his life. <laughs> with him and Plankton. Uh, for some reason, I thought of like, uh, "Do you believe in magic?" In a young girl's, as he's like put, he's like pushing them like in oh, a, <laughs> like like in a wheelbarrow, and then they're like eating cotton candy at a carnival on a merry-go-round, and then they're like skipping down All a right, dock. So you know? I feel like this is when I make <laughs> jokes about horrible things that happen, and you're always like, "Nina, these people, blah 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 blah," and I'm sitting oh, here. He lived. I know, but his girlfriend did it. Well, that's why his girlfriend wasn't in the fucking montage, oh, was she? Oh my god, <laughs> Kashan Bachelor. So, on the day of the trial, Girardi told the family that he settled the case out of court. Now, the way this works, I didn't know how it worked before. So, if you win money in a, in a court case, they put it in a trust. Mm-hmm. Some of that money is then taken out and given to your attorney for your legal fees, but then the rest is transferred into your account. And if a lawyer were to dip into a client's account, 
you can become disbarred. Mm-hmm. Bad thing to do, for sure. Absolutely. Girardi asked the family if they would like to take that money that they won from the settlement and then put it into an investment that he had set up. He said that it would guarantee 6% interest. And then while it was in this investment, he was supposed to pay Joe Ragomez a certain amount. I think it was weekly or biweekly was supposed to come out of this investment to pay him. I got a great investment for you, Rugomez. I'm starting an underwater ping pong league. It's going to be the next big thing. It's a guaranteed 6% return on investment. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so do you think he was getting paid? Do you think he was getting his payments? Well, let's see. We're talking about this story. So I'm going to go with no. You're right. So he's, Rugomez started to not get payments. And he would contact Girardi when he wouldn't get his payments. And half the time, Girardi would send him his money. But then the other half, he wouldn't. Just half the time he got it. So when Greg Gomez would confront Girardi about his money, Girardi would blame it on a man named Justice Pinelli. Real man or fake name? No, it's a real man. He um, was a California Supreme Court justice who, when he retired... Oh, his first name isn't Justice. Yeah, no, it's Edward. I was just about to say, it was like, just, Justice, Justice Pinelli? That's no, tough. Justice Edward Pinelli. Okay. Um, he was a Supreme Court justice who then became... Just a regular judge uh, in his retirement. Demoted, am I right? Yeah. Girardi was claiming that Justice Pinelli wouldn't allow him to give Ragomez the money because they were worried that Ragomez was going to just blow the money because he was pretty young. They're not, they're not going to do that. It's your money. Exactly. Just like J.G. Wentworth. It's your money. You need it now. Yeah, exactly. Um, however... Ragomez was getting really frustrated because he needed that money for surgeries and he he needed it to survive because he couldn't work. And it was really upsetting because he ended up buying a house and then he had to put the house up for sale because he was expecting all of this money. He bought a house, never got his money, and he ended up having to sell the house because he couldn't make mortgage payments. Oh, man. It was really shitty. He He, like, couldn't get these surgeries because he couldn't pay for them. And it was also very annoying because Bergomans was over 18 when the explosion happened. He was 19 when that happened to him. Oh, tragically young still. Well, oh, absolutely. But he was a legal adult. Yeah. So the excuse of, oh, you're young and we're worried you're going to blow your money. It's like, well, he's not a minor. Obviously, it was a lie. And Justice Pinelli had no idea that Girardi was making these false claims about him. Unfortunately... The Ragomez family was not the only family that this happened to. What was happening was Girardi was embezzling the victim's money into his own pockets, if you haven't gathered that by now. And what was really shitty is he would call his victims, all of them. It wasn't just the Ragomez's, all of them. He would call them and be like, hey, I'm trying to get your money. I'm just not able to... I'm just not able to get a hold of it. I don't know why. Blah, 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 blah. We're going we're gonna to sort this out because I'm upset too. You deserve this money. And he would really make people believe that he was on the, their I'm side. I say, this cannot work forever. I mean, at some point. Oh, like- obviously not. And like the whole time he was just spending the money. And one victim was supposed to receive over $100,000 and she never saw a penny. And he was also not paying other attorneys who worked on him in cases. And the real kicker, and this is what ended up being part of his downfall, was that he rese- he represented victims in the 2018 Lion Air Boeing crash. He scammed those people who lost family members out of their money. 
And some victims' families were are owed over one million dollars. Oh my god! That that's is, that's like a whole painting that he bought. Yeah. Oh my god! That's still on. But like, what kind of subhuman piece of shit are you to be like? Yeah, you lost your mom in this horrific plane crash, but like, fuck it, Erica, her hair and makeup. Who is going? Who is going to fund the director? For no fucks given if I don't take money from you. her It's a dream. Have you never had a dream before? Listen, it's expensive to be me. Expensive. Once again, spelled with two X's. And a dollar sign instead of the S. And there's a quote by an attorney in New York. His name is William F. Savino. And he's speaking about, you know, these people, these victims, they're watching all of this unfold on Desperate Housewives. I'm sorry, not Desperate Housewives, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, they're watching the amount of money that's being blown. They're watching all the expensive things that are being bought. And they're sitting at home, and they're like, where's, that's my money. That's my fucking money that she's wearing. And that's my money. Where the fuck, hey, Gerardi, where the fuck is my money? I see your wife out there with the fucking diamonds, grabbing, grabbing her, fake, her fake tits on her fucking music videos. Where the fuck is my money, huh? Slap him around a little bit. I'm trying to be dramatic, and then you're making jokes. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I know, I was trying to be dramatic, though. But William F. Savino says if she wears a $150,000 ring, victims are going to say, that's my diamond. If she's going to wear a $10,000 blazer, they're going to say, that's my blazer. If I'm a victim, I'm going to want her to be chased to the ends of the earth and pushed off. So we know that this man is a flat earther. Fuck yeah, metal. But William Savino, he, he is a New York attorney for a lending company that Girardi owes over $6 million. Oh, man. Rough. So he's like, that's my $10,000 blazer. Chaser, watch her fall into that black hole. Where's my fucking money, Gerardi? Where's my money, Gerardi? Where's my fucking money? No, no, what is it? No good things can last forever. What's that quote? No. All good things must come to an end. Something like that, yeah. Well, that's what happened with the Gerardis. And rumors were swirling around Beverly Hills that Gerardi was running out of money. Oh, no. That's That's the most... Beverly Hills crime. That's the worst crime you commit can commit in Beverly Hills is running out of money. Honestly. Yeah. He's gonna have to enlist in the squid game. Well, lenders were publicly suing Girardi for loans that he had taken out and he wasn't paying back properly. So not so he was stealing the victim's money, but that wasn't covering his expense all of his expenses. So then he started taking out loans for like tens of millions of dollars and then he wasn't able to pay them back. And Tom Girardi filed. The second worst Beverly Hills crime. Yes. And last December, Jay Edelston, a lawyer who had worked with Girardi in suing Boeing, filed papers in a federal court in Chicago claiming that Girardi embezzled at least $2 million of the settlement money. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. That's one-tenth of his wife's pop career. Yeah. Yeah. And as Edelston says that Girardi was running a Ponzi scheme. Which, I mean, I don't think that's out of the realm of reason for him to say that. Um, because there was one victim who Girardi ended up cutting a $200,000 check because she was like, where the fuck? She was like, 
she was really pressuring him for her money. So he ended up writing her a check, and it came, and the check was from his personal account. Oh, man. So big no-no. that's a big um, red flag. Big a no-no. Red flag right there. And it was clear that Girardi was not going to get out of the hole he had dug himself into. And in November of 2020, Erica Jane files for divorce, and the couple was separated. The separation was filed before the bankruptcy was finalized so that she wouldn't owe him any money because now at this point she's worth more than him because he's worth less than zero well and she makes about six hundred thousand ish from real housewives of beverly hills like a year a, a year okay i thought that was like per episode i was no, like no, that's no, no, insane no, 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 no. um so there's a deal in the separation slash divorce that says um that she will not give him any spousal support. I think they did it on purpose. I think that that was done on purpose. That's bullshit. She should have to pay alimony. I mean, I agree. A bunch but- of other people got to pay out. If, if some people got to pay alimony, y'all got to. Well, I you, agree. You making that money, you pay him that alimony. You yeah. got to get that bread. Yeah. But that's a huge, like, for what kind of lifestyle she's used to living, she cannot maintain that on $600,000. Could you imagine that? The lifestyle I'm living can't subsist on $600,000 a year. My Half God. a million dollars a year. Ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely But ridiculous. how will we keep both planes? But how will we keep the planes? Being broke sucks. Being <laughs> rich is so much better. I'm an enigma wrapped in just a riddle now. <laughs> but then with, without the cash. None of the cash. All the riddles and none of the cash. <laughs> um, the big question here and what people have really been disgusting, disgusting, discussing is did Erica Jane know? Did she know what her husband was doing? Yeah. She claims she did not know what was going on. She knew. I don't know if she knew specifics, but I think she knew something wasn't kosher. Yeah, you think being a lawyer makes you that much money? No, she knew. Right. I mean, right. she seems dumb, like we've talked about, but I mean, not that dumb. She knew. I think it might have been a don't ask, don't tell situation. I mean, probably, but that still means you know. Well, correct. Yeah. Yeah. She may have not known, like... He stole $2 million from this person, and he stole a half a million dollars from this person. Well, yeah, she probably doesn't even know how to work a bank account, but I bet she knew. <laughs> well, she knew how to work that puss and get him. So she probably, she doesn't know how to run a credit card. You've, you've seen this guy, Nina. This guy's not getting an erection. He's having to, like, duct tape popsicle sticks to the side to make a well, stint to keep, it, to keep it straight, okay? They like, were married. He's not doing it. They were married for 21 years. He could probably get it up when they first got married. I don't know. As he's like sixty at that time, that's that's pretty no bone zone territory. Like I don't know, I've never been with anybody that old. I've never been that old, but I'm assuming by when I get to sixty five, my penis won't work. But bankruptcy trustees have accused Erica of stealing of of concealing assets of her husband. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Bankruptcy fraud, just like Lenny Dykstra. Yes, absolutely. And Erica Jane has actually been sued by trustee Ronald Richards for $25 million because she alleged, because he is alleging that she knew that her husband's firm was paying her expenses for the last 12 years. She was like, what? I didn't, I just thought that he was paying for it, not his firm. She probably doesn't even understand the distinction between him paying for it and his firm paying for it. She just probably thought he was his firm. I kind of think you think she's dumber than she is. I think she's manipulative and knows what's been going on. Here's the thing. I don't know this person. 
all I've seen is the music video, and that's all I'm ba- and the two quotes you gave me, and that's what I'm basing my entire knowledge of her on. Just like everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, who has no idea who this is. Well, fair. I actually have not watched the show myself, so I just knew that this was what this was going on. Wasn't this suggested by a friend of the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my the girl who cut my hair. Ah. Yeah, the girl who cut my hair suggested this. Yes, well, if you're listening to this, which, Thanks, uh, Dev. which I hope you are, Dev, um, I hope I'm not me bashing on uh, on Erica Jane. It, it doesn't offend you too much. I don't think she's going to be offended by that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But Girardi's law firm owes more than $101 million to its clients, legal lenders, and other lawyers. That's a lot of money. And during this time... Girardi was also diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. He's old as fuck. And it was claimed that he didn't know what he was doing, and he's now in a 24-hour care facility. Uh, you know, I used to date a, a pop star. <laughs> I used to date a pop star. That, that's great, Mr. Girardi. Um, <laughs> it's 3 a.m. How about we get back to bed? Uh, my penis doesn't work. Yes, you, you said that, Mr. Girardi. Um, please put it away. What I can tell it's not working. Mr. Girardi, Mr. Girardi, get to you. Re- Mr. Girardi. That's what I imagine goes on. Nursing homes are freaky from what I've heard. Mm. There was an auction that was actually held at Girardi's law firm that sold a bunch of shit, including like a signed Aaron Brockovich poster and shit like that. And cool. um, <laughs> to help pay the expenses off, which it made more money than they thought it was going to, but it's still not nearly enough money. According to Girardi's brother... He will no longer be practicing law. Because you can't practice law with your dick out in the courtroom. No shit. (laughs) But if you are a Real Housewives fan, this is unfolding right now as the season goes on. So you can keep up with it. Ow. I think I just got burned by that spilt tea. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our story about Erica Jane. No. God. Tom Girardi. I mean, he hasn't gone to court yet. This all just happened. He's going to die before he gets to court. That He's an old man. I If he t- actually has dementia, he's not even going to be, like, mentally fit to stand trial. Correct. And what will be interesting to see is if she ends up getting in any sort of trouble. And if she, I don't think she will. I don't think she will either. I really don't think she will. so hard to prove that she knew anything. Right. Because, she, yeah. I, I Unless, like... I don't know. <laughs> Unless they can prove it, she's not going to get in trouble, which was about what I was about to say. But it's true. If I don't think they're going to be able to prove it. No, me either. So she's going to get off clean, and I just hope they they claw back enough money from his estate in some way that they can pay back the victims. Absolutely, and, and, and the families of victims that he represented because they deserve that money. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's, it's their money to begin with, and the fact that there's not a way to get them paid back when someone commits this big of a fraud is ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, like I was talking about Joe Gomez, he owes him like $11 million. Oh, man. It's just, like, what do you tell these people? Like, the justice system failed you. Absolutely. You know, but uh, we I don't know. We're, we'll put him in jail, maybe. Like, that doesn't fix it. I honestly think that he'll do an assisted suicide thing before he ever stands. If he does, if he act like if he doesn't die before trial, he'll probably find a way to kill himself because you're already 80, whatever he's 82 now, but who knows when he's going to go to trial. He could be 85 or 86 by that point. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Might as well just end it. <laughs> That's fucking dark. But, yeah. but it's the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So justice is not served. We'll see if justice ends up being served, but I don't think that justice will end up being served. Nope. What a bummer. You know what's going to end up happening is she, as soon as this divorce is finalized, she's going to end up marrying somebody else who's rich, continuing her life of greed. When the worst happens to you, you need someone that you can trust. Pun, because all the money goes into a trust. Yeah. When you've been wronged by a big corporation, it can be scary. And you wouldn't know where to go. Tom Girardi seemed to be the light at the end of many people's very dark tunnels. He promised people the world. He promised them safety. He promised them justice. Although he posed himself as the hero, Tom Girardi was ultimately the villain. After taking millions of dollars from those who suffered greatly, Tom Girardi is finally getting his day of reckoning. Bum, bum, bum. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks to everyone who uh, answered the question on the poll on Spotify that I released last week. What did uh, it say? It was, I asked which que- which episodes y'all liked better. If you liked older topics like the Medici Bank and Michelle Sedona or pop culture topics um, like Theranos and uh, I put another more uh recent one or i also had the option that said i like both so thank you to all of the one person who answered that poll uh and thank you for choosing older topics <laughs> older topics <laughs> like the vidici stop one person uh, answered and you're too- <laughs> i want to thank you specifically did you log into your girlfriend's account and vote because that's no. what you like to do no i would have said i like both because i like all the episodes we put out nina okay but yes thank you to the one person who did say they like the like older you did topics not like the waste management one i like the waste management one that was an older one too that was from the 90s Okay. Okay. Most of the stuff we cover, we cover from the nineties and early two thousands, because that's when like most of the corporate fraud, like the big corporate frauds, happened. Yeah. So, whatever. Thank you for doing that. Uh, the The point of that is, though, is that keep an eye out to those of you who do listen on Spotify. I know it's only seven percent of you based on our analytics, but we're we're going to be putting more uh, polls up there, ways to engage, uh, or you can always just. Send us the answer to that poll now that the poll is going to be done But by the time this episode goes out. I'll also, you know what, I'm going to put it on um, Instagram as well. Yeah. Just to see what the people say. And I guess we should uh, we should tell you where you can find us. On Instagram, you can find us at whitecollars underscore redhands. On Twitter, at whitecollarspod. On Facebook, at facebook.com slash whitecollarsredhands. Am I you, forgetting one? You can send us an email to answer that poll just directly with us at uh, White Collars Red Hands. At, oh my God. I'm pulling a Nina for the whole yeah, episode you really right are, now. Dude. Uh, White Collars Red Hands at gmail.com or you can go straight to our website. Contact us there, uh, White Collars Red Hands.com. You can also use the link on our website to visit our merch page. Yeah, merch. Or you Buy can, that merch. Buy that merch. You can support us by picking up a uh, sweatshirt. A t-shirt, a, a laptop mug. bag, a mug, a sticker, uh, a huge tapestry. A dildo. Well, we don't sell dildos. 
yet. 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 But if you... Just a, a giant red hand. You guys buy... Oh, my God. That's hilarious. You guys buy enough <laughs> merch, and it's wearing a little uh, white-collar shirt. Uh, if, <laughs> if you guys buy enough merch, we might be able to recognize uh, our... our, our uh, branded sex toy shop yes so please go go buy some merch uh if not just listening to the episodes to help support us as well so the dildo will be called fucked by corporate america oh this is or actually just corporate america guys this is a great idea actually we, yeah we i can't need, believe we just thought of this we need your support to make this happen please. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that being said if you want to support us for free you can also leave us a review uh, you can subscribe on whatever podcast service you listen to. You can also listen on YouTube on Entertainment Buffet. We do get money for that. So that's a really good way to support. And uh, right now, it's it's the best time to subscribe or to leave us a review because if you take a screenshot of that and send it to whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com, you will be considered for our big anniversary merch giveaway that we're doing. So uh, please consider doing that. We'd love to give away some free stuff to you guys and uh, give back for all the support you're giving to us. We love you. We love you. You know what? We don't even care if you're rich. Just anyone call. We'll jointly marry you. Nah, I'm joking. You got. I am single. So. You got to be rich. Uh, I am single AF right now. I'm not, but if you're rich enough, Jesse, don't don't listen to this. If you're rich enough, you could just keep her as your side chick. I think she'd be okay with that. Yeah, that's fair as long as I'm bringing home the bacon. Uh, and then I think, I think that's everything. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars, Red, Red Hands. Hands.